Um, you said the, the title in Spanish. What, what does it mean in, in A new English? chapter. Not as elegant. Or elegant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's usually how that works when you go yeah, to Spanish dude. to English. You can, you can say stuff in Spanish that don't make no sense, but yeah. it sounds nice. You know, pig's blood. Ah, yeah. Say it in Spanish. <laughs> Sucio naranja. <laughs> yeah, that means dirty orange. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds so nice in Spanish. My, yeah, it's my dude. favorite thing to say in Spanish. <laughs> No, but Jake Reese, thanks for coming out, dude. Short notice. I forgot that uh, I had to. I didn't release a podcast this this week, so I was like, "Oh, let me put something together." Uh, so thanks for coming out, so dude. Just a last minute thought. That's I mean, well, you were the first one to say yes. Oh, okay. So that all counts right. for something, right? You just went through the alphabet and you got to J, and like, all right. No, I didn't go all the way all the way up to the alphabet. But like, also because I do feel bad because I left you off the list on the tiger shit, dude. I and I, <laughs> no, but I I get it. Because, I feel bad that you feel bad. No, because like it it sucks because like it is a late night show and you have to do certain things to get on that show, and so you figure or I would figure like I did everything that I was supposed to do and you still fucking left me off the list. I would get pissed off. But uh, so yeah. So because of that, you were on the top of my messenger list. So I was like, oh, let me just hit up, you know, hit him up, see if he wants to do the pod. So, Well, like for that, like for me, I was already debating whether or not I wanted to go that night because I was tired and I had to get up early the next day. Yeah. And Which is fine. Like if it's your choice not to do the show, yeah. like that's on you. But it was like I, I forgot to put you on the list. But to be honest, I made that list like three times. You were on two or three of those lists. <laughs> so it was just the last one, the one that counted, that I left you off. Yeah. Yeah, when it mattered. When it mattered, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so this is this is your, uh, this is my apologies. I offered you a show, <laughs> which is fine. I, uh, I, would, I would put you on the show anyway. Well, I did, uh, you're the first one that I asked to do the show. Usually people ask me, hey, can I do your storytelling show? Because not a lot of people want to do stories. Really? Yeah. Uh, so because it is a, like people want to be on shows, but if it's a, a theme show, like yeah, a, like yeah. a storytelling show, like there's there's people that I've booked, and then like I booked months out, and then like like a month or a week before, like I'm about to make the flyer, they're like, hey, I, I'm not gonna do the show. I can't I can't do the show. And I was like, that's that's fine, dude. So I don't I don't really ask people to do the show. I wait for them to ask to be on the show, and then I like I say yes. So. You're the first one that says you're doing my show, and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> I don't I say whatever. No, uh, man, I'm. I, that's. I, I don't know. I don't think I've ever like asked to be on a show. Like, you're not I, that I, ag- I'm not that aggressive about it. Why not? I feel like, for me, like that's uh, right now. I'm focused on the craft and everything. Uh huh. And when it comes to like being on shows, like if I if you think I'm funny, I feel like you're gonna ask me to be on a show. I'm not like that like i've got so much else going on like in my life that like this comedy is the number one thing you know like it's thanks thank, yeah okay yeah yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like but no i'm just saying like i have I, a life I, I have like real things you know this whole thing this no, fake thing that you spend so much time no on doing. no no i i put a lot of time into it but like no, getting booked on shows i think is is great maybe that's why i've been booked on a whole lot of shows <laughs> but yeah i remember like one of the first conversations that we had was that, yeah. that that you don't get booked on a lot of shows well but but like there's so many uh comics there's so, so many, many you know so many open micers so many comics uh that if you don't ask to be put on a show people yeah. aren't gonna like 
just offer you up shows. Like, oh, well, that's true and not true. Yeah, that's, I think there's been one show that I've like, I didn't even ask to be on it. I was like, hey, you got any, you got any spots coming up? Yeah. And it was like, oh yeah, I got this for you. Yeah. But like, what bothers me, and, and when we had that conversation, what, what bothered me, and I guess it's kind of like a point of the pod, right, thing that pisses off, yeah. is like, I hate seeing people that, I'm mean, I'm not like the judge of all comedy like that, but people that I that aren't funny or like or just aren't you'll that, learn, yeah. You know what I mean? That just it's just like I dude, like I, I've I've heard your shit and it didn't seem like you care about your craft. Yeah. Like like you you know what I mean? Like I've listened to you for six months and you're telling the same jokes for the past six months and they haven't changed at all. No, I, I, I get that. And like you'll learn fast and you probably learned it already that for comedy, it doesn't matter if you're funny really. It really doesn't. But you know what's fucking funny is every time I ask someone like, "How? Hey, like, what do you what do you do to get booked? Like, what does it look like?" And they're like, "Oh man, just be funny." Yeah. Like I've gotten that response like so many times. I'm like, because yeah, they don't, but they, that's don't not- wanna, they don't want to tell you the true story. Like, how how about you take pictures of somebody? How about you make their flyers? Yeah. How about you you know uh, just go to their shows? Yeah. How about you you know smoke them out or buy them a drink or you know they don't tell you that yeah. stuff because they don't want to like take away from like their accomplishments. You know, you got you got to be people's buddy. Uh, you know that's just and that's, i i mean i i've got buddies and I, i'm not going to be your buddy just so i can get on a show that's just never going to be me well then you don't want it bad I, enough. I don't want it bad enough yeah yeah i'm not i got i'm not i'm not i guess i'm not sucking enough dicks i don't know but i mean you could you could do that too <laughs> i'm pretty sure people have uh done that uh for spots <laughs> but yeah, yeah i mean like and the thing like what you have to do too, or, or I'm learning this too, is like nobody owes you anything. Absolutely not. Nobody owes you anything, no. and like it, you can't compare yourself to like, oh well, they're on so many shows, they're on so many flyers because like, do you really respect what they're doing, or do you just re- like, are you just kind of like seeing or noticing that they're getting more opportunities because of who they know, what they do, and all that other stuff? Yeah, you know. Uh, but yeah, man. And once you w- once you come to terms with that, like that nobody owes you anything, you know, like people are gonna get opportunities that you're not gonna get. Once you become okay with that, you're just gonna like focus on, you know, just trying to be funny, so that when you do get on shows, you're just like, well, now I'm, I'm the audience, whoever's paying for this, is going to get a good show because I've been working on this for a while. Yeah, and that, that's I think that's kind of where I'm at right now. Is it's kind of like eyes on my own paper. Uh, yeah, you know, and. I feel like I, I like I said I'm I'm focused on on the craft. I'm focused on and that's what the great thing that I love about the about Dojo and the Blind Tiger is mm-hmm. like I've it's really helped me like work on those things that yeah. I wasn't really like thinking about or seeing about like digging deep into like what I was saying and things yeah. like that. Um and so like you were saying like you know like doing the shows and like um like I, I've I've really <laughs> I feel like I, I every show like I've taken it as like it was a stadium tour. Like I, I've I've got my yeah. into my own head. Like this is I gotta be great. I gotta be great. Yeah, you know. And it also and, it also helps to be nice to people. I'm learning that. Like I've <laughs> I've I know, and it's not for nothing. I know there's a lot of people that don't like me, but I give them reasons to not like me. And like I not that I apologize for that stuff, but also at the same time I know I need to chill the fuck out because. Um, I do want people to to. But that's good. Want, that's good that, that's good that you're you're saying that though, because 
I think like the way I look at it is like people are complex. Like yeah. no one's an asshole all the time. Yeah. And no one's an asshole for no reason. Like yeah. you know, or or no one's nice all the time. Mm. Like and so be able to recognize and say, like, yeah, I could probably do things a little different here and there, that that that's what matters. Yeah. But the thing the uh, the thing that I do know is that you're gonna know where you stand with me, hopefully. That is my goal. You will like you will never hear two sides of my opinion on one person because uh, of the audience that's around, of the circle mm -hmm. of who's around me. Yeah. What I can't stand and what people do a lot is that they will be so nice to somebody's face, which is fine if you're faking that, but don't come around another different circle and just fucking dog the hell out of that person that you were just ass kissing. I can't stand that I don't, shit. I've never seen that. I don't know. You're fucking you, lying. <laughs> You're fucking lying. <laughs> that, 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 is, that happens in the, in, in, in the comedy scene I guess a lot? I'm the only one that no, sees I'm, it. No, no, <laughs> but, I, yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. Because, like, you don't have to like everybody. You don't have to like, but. You're not gonna. Just don't fake it. I can't stand when people, like, fake it, and then they will turn around and like talk so much shit about this person or do their shows and I'm just like, you just talk shit about like their bullshit stage, whatever they fucking do and you're just gonna go, he's like, yeah, why not? I was like, don't you respect yourself at all, you know? Yeah. So I know I need to chill out. I mean like the, the other podcast that I do, we've, we've, we've had uh, meanings about it and then like we're gonna, we're gonna chill out a little bit but also at the same time it's all for fun and games dude if you're if you're doing this comedy thing and you can't take a joke you maybe you shouldn't fucking be doing this shit you know i thought you just said you're working on being nicer like i said i'm working on it <laughs> i didn't say i was no, there no you're right i think that um i mean i i've definitely said some things that i'm pretty sure have pissed people off yeah i, I definitely don't think I'm, I'm naturally very introverted yeah so like me on stage is not me outside of stage or in life in general. Yeah. And so, I, I don't know, I've, I've found it hard to make friends in the comedy scene just because I'm not very, like, extroverted and I'll make a joke and thinking that someone's okay with it and then I'm like, oh, that, I looked at their face, I don't think they like that. Yeah. Do you, um, do you, as an introvert, do you push people away purposely? Like, I'm going to give you a reason to not like me so I, if I don't like in you, my head? If I don't like you, like, I'll actively make an effort to make sure that you know I'm not interested in being your friend. Yeah. Like, there's definitely a few people that I've met that, like, if, if I'm giving you one-word answers and I'm trying not to make eye contact with you, I, I don't really want to engage with you. Damn, dude. Then there are people that, like, I'm, I'm try actively trying to engage with, like, when I, I come out yeah. and I'm trying to actively engage. And then it feels like, oh, they, they're don't, they don't like me. So yeah. I'm just going to creep back and not be in this conversation anymore. <laughs> I don't know. It happens man. a lot in group settings. It it does happen a lot, but uh, and it, it's it's tough, dude. Because I'm not I'm not all that outgoing as I uh, appear to be. I'm not all that confident as I appear to be, for sure. You know, uh, and and people have said all the time, like, yeah, I could do what I do on stage because I've practiced all that stuff. You know, yeah. I've, I've said that many times. Yeah, like it didn't just just happen. You know, I've been yeah. practicing all that stuff. And conversations like podcasts has really helped me out. You know, because we have to volley back and forth you know we can't have like dead air, air dead air and all that shit but to have like an active conversation just out of nowhere it's just like well damn dude like this is this is tough you yeah know? like having like starting off a little small talk yeah and that, that's why like 
with this one, with this, this this podcast, there's a reason. But like, we're gonna talk about something. If we talk about nothing, we're gonna talk about shit that's like been pissing us off, you know. And so there's always a goal. There's always like a plan. Yeah. There's no set structure, but there is a plan type of thing, you know. Yeah. Because I I don't I consider myself an introvert too, and now I'm just like, well, maybe you're just shy. I don't know, but um. I, but I can't stand like small talk. If 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 anybody asks me about the weather, I'm like, get the fuck out of here, dude. You know, tell me about like when was the last time you cried. You know, like that's the <laughs> that's kinda, your version of small talk. No, well, I, that's not small talk. Oh, I don't okay. like doing small oh, okay. talk. But I'd rather talk about that shit. Like you'd, you'd rather just skip all over that and be like, you know, substance. Uh, yeah, I hate surface conversation. Yeah, that's what you have with with that's Thanksgiving talk. You know, I'm saving that for the family. <laughs> you know. Uh, but I, I mean, cause I, you, you can't learn anything about like, oh, well, you know, this weather is kind of weird, you know, yeah. it's cold and then it's hot and then it's cold again. And then you know what? And it's hot, then it's hot. What the fuck did we just do? You know? So what, what do you do in that situation? If someone starts that small talk with you, like you said you're introverted or you think you're introverted. I mean, I, I, I act like it's an interesting conversation. I'm like, yeah, weather is kind of, it is kind of cold outside, you know? Especially at work, you know, it, it hasn't been that hard uh, lately because I'm back and forth working from home uh, in the office, or whatever. And even when we're in the office, we're still like all spread out and shit. Like they're taking that shit seriously, which I really appreciate. So I really don't talk to that many people. Hi, good morning. All right, we'll see you next time. That's really all I say. You said you really appreciate it, but not for the reason they're doing it. Like you appreciate not having to interact with people. Yeah, man. Even before this, like I really didn't interact with people. I, like I would go and and you know say good morning, and then I would like I would wear like big head, big headphones like this, so people knew that mm-hmm. my ears are covered up. You know. Yeah. If they know that you're you're busy, if you look busy, they're like not gonna bother this guy. You know, which isn't a very nice thing. I've I come off very standoffish, but are you are are you busy? No. Nah. Most of the time, no. No. Nah. Okay. Nah. I have no idea what I do at my job. <laughs> been there 10 years couldn't tell you i mean i i work but if you ask me like i had a friend of mine that, <laughs> that has stock in our company he's like hey man how's the stocks going i was like no idea i have them you know they offered it to me i clicked yes and like i'm involved in it no idea don't care so take financial advice from pat yeah man That's i, I don't, I don't give it. a shit got it is cryptocurrency still a thing? I think it faded out. I don't. Nobody talks about it anymore. You know, I don't know. But uh, <laughs> Jake Reese, we get, we jumped right in, dude. Uh, plugs, uh, Twitter, Instagram. How can people find you? Do you have anything coming up? This uh, will come out. Tomorrow. I have a Twitter. I don't use Twitter. I don't understand Twitter. I'm an old man. Yeah. How I barely. Old are you? I barely. Um. <laughs> fuck. Uh, 34. I just turned 34. Uh, I like you, I. I, I, I barely understand how to, how to do Instagram. Like it. It. What What is there to understand? I just, it doesn't, I don't know, like it, like there are lots, I learn something new every day on Instagram. Oh, you can do this if you do that. Like, yeah. did you know, you like, I, I, I know how to log in and look at stuff. That's it. Yeah. And Twitter, like the format on Twitter just makes my brain hurt. Like, I don't, I don't like looking at it. It All hurts right. my eyes. So uh, how can people find you on Twitter? <laughs> how can people find you on Instagram? And what do you uh, got coming up? Instagram, uh, Jake has jokes. Uh, and I'll be at Rebecca Creek on the 19th. Um, shout out Vic Mendoza, uh, and, uh, I guess your storytelling show, which is November 25th, November 25th. That's the fourth, fourth Friday of the month at blind tiger. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, although I booked him out of guilt, I'm pretty sure he's going to be fine. 
<laughs> we'll see. No promises. Yeah, I think he just found out it was a storytelling show. So <laughs> it's going to be fine. We'll be we'll be fine, dude. I got some stories. Yeah, Rebecca Creek's cool, man. I did a show out there with uh, Danny Eagle, uh, Gabe Farias, yeah. uh, Drew Blues, and Vic Mendoza. Maybe packed it out, dude. It was a fucking yeah. packed out place. Uh, I never been out there before, and uh, it was fun, dude. A lot of uh, rich white people, but you're you're kind of white, huh? Half, yeah, yeah. mixed. Yeah. Half enough. Uh, but no, they fuck with you. They, they, they. They're, they're I, it, well, you'll have fun. It's a good room. Like yeah, it. no, I went there. I saw a show there with uh, um, was it Fred and Irma, mm-hmm. and I think Vic was on the on the lineup too. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it was it was a nice little room. It was packed out too when I went. Yeah, a lot of white people. So why don't you try to? And and I'm really bad at, at social media. I I have you know uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and I post the same shit on every platform the yeah. same shit don't know why because i don't know what else to do on, on tiktok or instagram or facebook or whatever uh wh- like why aren't you more active especially if it's like a it's supposed to be like a business tool yeah well so I, when i first started like doing comedy i started using instagram and tiktok more and I had like a creator like profile and like it was public and like everyone could just follow me or whatever. Uh, but then like someone from my job found the page and started following and like it that just isn't what I want. Like people yeah. at my job finding me and like well yeah. like no one at my job except for like a handful of people know that I do this. And uh, I'm trying to keep it that way. Even yeah. those people that know I, I was like, well, I guess. Uh, but like I, I asked them, don't tell anybody, you yeah. know, because like it's not, it's not that I can't do this and do my job. It's just that like I wouldn't want to deal with like having to explain to my bosses like if they had questions about like this or that or whatever, like or like if they saw my stand up my bits. Like I don't think that you know it would be something that uh, not I couldn't get fired for it, but it definitely would be a conversation I just wouldn't want to have. Uh, why? Cause, uh, cause, uh, your your racism jokes. <laughs> uh, is that why? Well, no, those. I mean, they're pretty racist where yeah. I work at anyway. Your so pro I mean, Trump cool stance is that what you're afraid of? Uh, you now? know, it's definitely not the pro Trump. Cause I mean, business. He's pro business, so they're cool with that. Uh, uh, no, I mean, it's just, it's really just about like, um, I don't know. Like, they couldn't fire me for that. But if I wasn't doing a good job and they wanted to find a reason to fire me, yeah, they could find a way to use that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's not something I really want to like put out there in that universe as far as at, at work. It is. It is tough because like even though like the the risk versus reward is is not as great as somebody else that is in the business. Like the, yeah. we, we have a lot more to lose. Yeah. Because of our day jobs. And like I have a good job. Like I make good my like this isn't. Like it's not something I want to lose. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, it's it's not like if I lost it, it'd be like, oh well. Like, no, it'd be like, oh fuck me. Like, it's you know what I mean. So, yeah. it's definitely not something that comedy hasn't been. It's been great and it's been fun and I love it and I want to keep doing it. But it's not at the point to where I can be like lose my job and be like, well, you know, it'll be all right. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like I don't. It's gonna be. That's tough, man. I mean, I, I yeah. mean, I wouldn't want to lose my job, but I would be okay if I lost my job. I, but I would, also, at the same time, I, like, I don't want people at work to know what I do. I would be okay because I, if they told me, you know, 
you either got to quit doing this or you're fired, I wouldn't quit doing this. Yeah. Like this, this feeds my soul. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the creativity and stuff like that, that, that feeds my soul. Yeah. My job doesn't feed my soul. Like it pays the bills, mm-hmm. pays the bills well, but I can find another job. What were you doing before comedy? Like uh, creatively? Because, uh, okay. Uh, when do you start comedy? How, how long? Uh, seven months ago. Seven months? Shit. March. Yeah. Okay, man, you're very new at it. Very new. Yeah, very, yeah. exactly. Man, the first six months, I didn't talk to anybody. Really? Didn't I talk to a lot. anybody. Yeah. Uh, I went, I signed up, I, I did my shit. I stuck around for two or three more comics. I literally like, counted them. I was like, one, two, three, okay, I could leave. Why three? Or why stick around for just, I mean, it sounded Be- like you didn't want to stick around. Uh, Because... I knew if people, I noticed when people like got on stage and then just walked out. Yeah. I noticed it. So I only assumed that other people would notice that stuff. So like three is a good number, especially if it's these, this yeah. open mic scene, you know, uh, it's, it's, it could be painful. Uh, it could be torture. Most of the time it is. Or it could be a learning thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I, I would stick around for three and I mean, at least, at, at least three. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll stick around all night. But yeah, I didn't really I didn't really talk to that many people at the mics because again, I didn't know uh, I didn't know anybody out, outside of like what who they were on stage. Mm-hmm. I still had a podcast at the time and I would talk to people and bring them on the podcast and then learn more about comedy and all that stuff. But um, yeah, man, 6 months. I didn't I didn't do a show until I was a year in. All I did was mics. I wasn't in a big hurry to do do shows or get on people's shows. And then, uh, yeah, about a year in, I booked my own show and uh, had people come out. And then, yeah, just started getting booked and shit. Yeah, I listened to some of your older, your your first podcast. Yeah, right? Dog yeah. shit. <laughs> no, it wasn't dog shit. Yeah. But it, you could definitely see the growth. Like, listen to the, the Dude Man Hermit Bro now and, yeah. and this one. And, yeah, I can I can see the growth. Yeah. I listened, I listened to one where we interviewed uh, Josh Cabaza. That was the first and one. That w- that was the first one. That was my very first one. Get out of here. Very first one. I yeah. would I wouldn't have said that was your first one. Yeah. But I was the first first one. Did it at the green room at the. Uh, uh, Lol. No, the one downtown, uh, River City or River Center Comedy okay. Club, uh, in the green room, had had everything written out, <laughs> and then I was like, so when you did this, that was cool, huh? <laughs> Yeah, dude. Uh, that's no, that's I, wow. That was the first one. I wouldn't have said that. Very first one, yeah. Uh, no, it was a good listen. Josh Kabaz is awesome. I mean, listening to him and and his experience and stuff like that. That was yeah. That was really cool. Yeah. So I can imagine like being you hadn't so you hadn't done a show yet when you did that. No, I just I knew he had he won like uh, funniest in South Texas. Yeah. And so I knew that he was somebody, he wasn't just an open marker at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wanted to, like, and the whole plan was, because I came in too late, I I, I started at 35. Mm. I didn't start comedy until I was 35. So the whole plan was to learn from these people. So that's, those were the people that I went to first to ask to do the podcast. And then I just started asking anybody at open mics. Hey, do you want to do a podcast? And and they'll say yes. They just just want a microphone. They just want attention and they want to talk. Yeah, how's it going? (laughs) So it was easy. Like, well, it was easier uh, before people knew who I was, and now people are like, "Nah, man!" Like, <laughs> I, I've heard about you. Yeah, yeah. Are you your friends with so and so? Or you do this? Or you said this about so and so? So now nah, go fuck yourself. And I was like, "All right, that's that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, fuck me. That's fine. It's 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 not 
I'm, I don't go like, but why? You know, like I know. <laughs> you know, I get it. And I mean, I, 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 I it's fine. <laughs> I, I, I'm very reluctant to say I'm sorry or I apologize because I, I am not sorry. I don't apologize. I, uh, you should learn to take a joke. You know, I had this one girl, <laughs> and this is supposed to be about you, but let me tell this one story. No, let's hear it. Okay, so this is something that pisses me off. Okay. Uh, comics that don't know how to take a joke. I had a girl, and it, if it, I don't want it to be like, oh, because it was a girl, you said this, that, the other. I would have said the same thing about a guy. But I had a girl come up to me, and she said, because I commented on her, her set or whatever, and uh, right after the show, she goes, she said, hey, what's your name? I, I'm this. Don't ever fucking disrespect me. I was like, and then she walked off, and I was like, I'll tell you why I said what I said. I was like, I said something, the crowd laughed, so it was obviously a joke. Don't ever fucking disrespect me. And I was like, your first joke was making fun of a handicapped person. Yeah. You know, who's been hearing the same shit all night. Every day. Every day, but he was hosting the... <laughs> but that night, for sure, He yeah. was hosting the mic, and yeah. everybody was talking about him. I was like, dude. And I mean, so he's heard it. But like, yeah. you can't disrespect somebody as a joke and then tell somebody who said a joke, yeah. don't fucking disrespect me. Yeah. So I, I can understand why she doesn't like me, or her friends, or all that stuff. Well, but, look, here's the thing. You can joke about anything you can't joke about anything with anyone but when you're a comedian and, and you're in this scene you should expect a joke and if you don't like it keep it to yourself and it was like you, you don't have to you know what i mean and and as far as that situation i i the way i look at that is i don't know i, I feel like it's immature to not if you're that bothered by something you have a conversation like hey i didn't like that yeah, you know what I mean. Not just like no. I would have. I would have very well had like a, a conversation with her. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. But she did, bah, and then she tried walking off, and I tried talking to her while she was walking away, and she's, like, eh. which is fine. But also at the same time, like it was, it was just a riff. I was riffing. I pissed off guys too, just riffing on stage, and then I tried, you know. Well, here's like I, I can get like an audience member like not liking a joke. Like they're they're not. I mean, they're there to hear jokes. They didn't find it funny. That's that's cool yeah. but like another comedian i don't get that like if you're offended by the joke i don't think you really understand comedy exactly like, i don't think you really exactly this isn't for you uh yeah <laughs> at the man. end of the day so several months in sorry i, I didn't mean to take over this is your but i did have a question uh, What's up? so kabaza was your first podcast yeah how nervous were you were you nervous to ask him to be on the pod like was that like uh no not nervous to ask him to be on the pod uh because I, again i didn't know that much about him it's not like i just knew okay. that he was the the winner of all this stuff i didn't know that he had like all this stuff that he was doing all this stuff that he knew how podcast works like i didn't know any of that he, shit. oh wow you know because like right now i'm thinking like man if i had asked if i was gonna ask kabaza be on the podcast or like nah. just talking to him in general i'm like hey what's, what's going on man? Like, nah, yeah. like, <laughs> so i just like i don't know i just thought like man pat must have been like nervous as hell to ask him no like, you were just <laughs> No, it, it, no, I wasn't that nervous. <laughs> I would probably be more nervous now, I guess. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've had him on. Well, I've had him on two you just different. Just had him ones. on Dude Man, Money. Dude Man, Homie Bro, yeah. But I've had him on the Glass Clown podcast. I used to record at his studio. Uh, but the very first one, my very first podcast, the very first one I ever released was with uh, Joshua Cabaza. 
but uh, no, nah, I mean, I was nervous, but I wasn't as nervous as one would be if I knew all this stuff about it. Yeah. I just met him. I just learned about him and all that stuff. Uh, okay, back to me now. Back to you now. <laughs> what were you doing creatively uh, seven months ago, eight months ago? <sighs> Nothing, man. Really? Really. I mean, I, I I have hobbies and interests that I do for, like, me. I've always, like, stuff like that. But, like, being creative, like, as far as, like, you know, writing or anything like that, like, just wasn't, I mean. Nothing. Nothing. No, I can't. Karaoke. I, every once in a while I would do karaoke. Yeah. Like, like give me a microphone on stage, like, I'll, I'll yeah. do something on there. But, no, like, it just, uh, you know, in high school I did a lot of theater and improv um and and i love that and but like right out of high school um you know i i had my daughter and from that moment on it was just i gotta provide Mm. and i gotta work i I worked two jobs um you know and then eventually i got promoted at, at one of them and moved up through there and you know uh just really didn't have really I don't know. It just wasn't really something that I made a priority, mm. which, you know, looking back on it, you know, now, like, yeah, I, it it wasn't a good thing for me, you know. Not was, having an outlet? No, yeah, not having an outlet, yeah. you know. Um, so that's which is why, like I said earlier, like if, if I had an ultimatum between my job or comedy, like I would I'd quit my job because I, I couldn't I wouldn't want to put myself in that position again to where I. I yeah don't have this outlet and it's something that i love mm-hmm. you know it's not just for me for me it's not a hobby but it it's not where i want it to be yet either yeah it's somewhere in between right now um but i know i know i don't ever want to stop doing it like nothing's this like i said it feeds my soul man yeah like just being creative even like i did a play like last month yeah um and that i mean just that that creativity i performing i guess in general so and so the one that you did last month before that you weren't in, you weren't you only did theater in high school yeah damn so that was the last time like a long time how come you didn't pursue theater like community theater or do anything like that until I recently didn't have, didn't have time oh yeah you know like working two jobs you know i working 40 hours of both and then and then on top of being a dad like you know taking care of my kid and spending time and things like that mm-hmm. And then once I got promoted, you know, and I could work one job, like, financially, mm-hmm. um, you know, I was still working 50, 60 hours a week, you know, as a manager. And so, uh, and I had to move, like, kind of far away from my daughter. Like, I, I moved around. I lived in Waco. I lived in Dallas, Austin. Um, where, where are you originally I'm from? Killeen. Killeen? Yeah. That's where my daughter lives in Killeen. That's where I grew up at. Oh, damn. I was born in Sacramento. I moved to Killeen when I was seven. Mm. Um and so just moving around and, you know, my days off, my days off were on days off. I had to go. I went to my daughter. I drove two, you know, two, two three hours sometimes to go see my daughter on my days off. So mm-hmm. it's not time for nothing like that, yeah. you know? And so, but after through COVID and everything, like, it was just, I, uh, I talked about it for a long time. Like, any, if anyone ever asked me, like, if I could do any, if you could do anything beside, you know, if you could do anything right now, like, what would you do? Like, what would you, what would you do with, as a career or whatever? Like, I always said stand-up comedian. Really? Like, I always said actor or stand-up comedian. Like, that was my response. Yeah. And actor or stand-up comedian? Stand-up comedian. Yeah. But, like, I want to act. Like, I like acting. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, stand-up comedian was, like, what I would say. Um, and uh, it's funny, like, uh, my partner that I'm with now, Sophia, uh, like, on our first date, like, we talked about that. And like I said, I said that on our first date. And Does she do comedy too? No. 
I don't know why. I, th- I thought I saw her on stage once. No. Okay. Sorry. No. Um, that would be, that'd be funny. Uh, but no, like, uh, you know, I told him that on our first date. And then, um, you know, it was after well, we've been together for a little over a year. And, you know, I'd always talked about it. Like, that's how I want to do it. I want to do it. I want to do it. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, didn't do it. And they found, like, an open mic at Upstage. They're like, I felt like when we just moved to Wincrest, like that December. Okay. And so like December to like February, they're like, it's right down the road. Mm-hmm. It's right down the road. And finally one, what's fun, <laughs> actually, so Bobby has it where you can sign up online for the open mic, mm-hmm. right? But at that time he was also doing the free workshop before the open mic. Mm-hmm. And you could sign up online for that as well. So the first time I was going to go, I thought I signed up for the workshop. And so uh, I thought I signed up for it, but then like I got to work late and I didn't get a chance to go. But I was like, all right, let's just go to open mic still. I want to, you know, I'll see it, check the scene out, you know, make sure, you know, just see what it's like. And then next week I'll go up. Mm-hmm. And so we get to the open mic and we're sitting there and waiting for it to start. And then uh, Mary Picarazzi gets up there. Shout out Mary Picarazzi. <laughs> uh, she gets up there and she goes, all right, first communion of the night, Jacob Reese. Uh, oh, yeah, the and first? I, yeah. I, I thought I signed up for the workshop. Uh-huh. I signed up for the open mic. <laughs> so she calls my name. I look over and I'm like, because I thought that Sophia signed me up. And so I was like, what did you do? <laughs> what did you do? And then Mary's like, come on, Jacob. I, I froze. I didn't get up. Damn, I really? Said, I, I, I had nothing. I wasn't ready. I, I, I mean, I had stuff in my head, but like, I just, I couldn't do it. Oh. So I sat right there. And then, yeah. And then Mary goes, all right, you asshole. <laughs> That's <Get> Mary. Mary. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, go, has to she has to run off stage because she didn't memorize. Only she only memorized the first name. Yeah. So she had to run off stage yeah. and then get the list and then go back there and call a second person up. I went up to afterwards and I was like, "Hey, uh, I'm Jacob." You Reese. stayed for the whole thing. Yeah. Oh uh, damn. I went afterwards and I was like, "Hey, I'm Jacob Reese. I'm so sorry." Man, I, I would have let it go. I would have let it go. I felt bad. Like I felt bad. <laughs> no, you know how many people have signed up and not gone up? Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. Because it was my first open mic yeah. ever. And so you, you've never seen an open mic before ever. Nah, I got never been to nothing like that. Damn, dude. But the yeah. next week, I I signed up and I went up and just been going ever since. Yeah. But um, man, what were we talking? About? Yeah. So like that. Start, I, yeah. It was just something that I had always talked about doing, and then finally got the push to do it. You know, I had a. Uh, what do you mean? Fine. Like, what was it that finally I said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna fucking sign up for something." You know, I think it was like a, a chain of events. So. I had gotten COVID the, the September before, and it was, like, real bad. Mm-hmm. Like, I almost went to the ER. Was that like, September or December? September. Okay. Sorry. It sounded like both. I was the, like, did well, you make a new month? You know, <laughs> it's what I do. You damn kids making up months. <laughs> kids. Okay. Uh, but December. no. December. <laughs> anyway, sorry. That September, I had gotten COVID, and, like, it was really bad. Like, I, I thought that I was, like, dying yeah like uh, i was hard to breathe like a fever like was really bad and so like i made it through that you know it, it got better after a couple of days but i almost went to the er because like it was it was it was tough um and then like a little bit after that we went and saw um christella at lol and tori had opened up for for christella mm-hmm. and then um sophia had already known about the blind tiger but had never mentioned it before but then we found Tori, and then you know we then we started going to Blind Tiger. So I started seeing, sh- seeing shows there. Saw Cristela, 
Um, you know, and then uh, I have a friend who's a local artist. His name's uh, uh, Mav, Maverick. Uh, he does like a lot of painting and stuff like that. And he had like a showcase and he was doing, he was doing like a, like a and a with someone during the showcase or whatever. And uh, he started talking about like what inspired him and like giving him the push and just, it just, it just hit me. Like, I got to do this. Like hearing yeah. him talk about his passion and what he wants to do and his creative outlet and stuff, like I was like, I I, I need this. Mm-hmm. I need I need what he has, and um, still wasn't quite there yet. Like I still <laughs> Sophia was still had to like push me a little bit, um, but like yeah. Uh, after that first up mic, man, I haven't looked back, and I just really, for me, man, like I just really want to be, I just want to be great, man. Like I I want to be good. Like I want to. Yeah. I, I want that I want to put the time and effort in to like be respected, I guess, you know, mm. as someone who really takes it seriously. And that's just really what I've been focusing on like the past couple months. Yeah. Yeah. How'd that play come about? The play that you were in? What was it what was the play? Uh it was uh Unovo uh Capitolo. It was uh, uh from a local playwright, Patricia Zamora, who's amazing, fantastic. She uh, is also an actress. She travels and, and does theater and plays and stuff like that and mm-hmm. Um, actually, uh, another comic, Jade uh, Esteban Estrada, mm-hmm. the Prada Enchilada. Um, you know, I met him, you know, through uh, an open mic at Tandem, um, and then we were on a show together. Um, and uh, he had, I, I started following him on, you know, Facebook and Instagram and stuff. And he directed the play, mm-hmm. and so he posted for auditions and stuff. And I wasn't able to make the auditions, but I reached out to him. I was like, "Hey, I'm not able to make it, you know, but I'm really interested. Can I audition another time?" Uh, and so we, we went through there and we talked about it and, um, you know, he was kind enough to bring me on, on board and along and man, it was a great experience. Yeah. Uh, just, and that, that took up more time than comedy has taken up at all. Like we were doing rehearsals three, four nights a week. Yeah, dude. Um, from like se- seven to like 10, sometimes six to 10. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, yeah, luckily through comedy, I met him and got that opportunity and, um he's great he's fantastic uh he taught me a lot not just about um you know acting but just being a professional in in the business Mm -hmm. you know and and how to carry yourself like that because he that's what he is i mean he's he's a professional and just really getting to learn from him was really great what would you what would you pursue more if you're like you have limited time you got to work and all that stuff what if like there was more acting opportunities would you do that or is it stand-up that you want to pursue or focus on i guess you know, right now I want I want to focus on stand up, um, but I also don't want to turn down any opportunities. You know, if it's something that fit and that play just kind of happened at the right time, it just kind of fit. I, I I was able to make it work with my with uh, with my work schedule and mm-hmm. like family, and um, but comedy is a little more um, flexible. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really on my own terms. Doing a play and doing or doing like anything like acting in general. Is a real big t- kind commitment. You're on other people's schedules as well. You yeah. have a whole cast. You have a director, producers. Yeah. It's not just you know. You, you, it's it's a lot, you know. And so to take that on, like you really have to make that commitment, not just for yourself, but for those other people, you know, to respect them. Yeah. And so that's hard. And so I, I don't think that it had to be the right fit right now. But you know. Uh, was it like a, a comedy type of play? Was it? Yeah, it okay. was. It was. A, it was a comedy. It was more kind of like um like uh, was it Three's Company, you know, kind of like style like sitcomish. Um, you said the, the title in Spanish. What, what does it mean? In, in a English? new chapter. Not as elegant. Or elegant. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> that usually happens. How that works when you go yeah, to Spanish to English. You can you can say stuff in Spanish that don't make no sense, but yeah. it sounds nice. You know, pig's blood. Ah, yeah. say it in Spanish. <laughs> Sucio naranja. Yeah, that means dirty orange. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds so nice in Spanish. My, yeah, it's my dude. favorite thing to say in Spanish. El sucio naranja. Uh, <laughs> but doing that play, uh, did you learn anything that you could carry over for for comedy? Doing that play, like timing wise and delivery wise and all that stuff. Yeah, because I mean, it, like it, it was there was a lot of comedy in it. I mean, it was also you know, um, you know, dramatic. I mean, it was like a kind of like a a love story a little bit as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was two people you know getting engaged and married in, in the play and whatnot. Um, but there was a lot of comedy timing and just really, um, you know, it, you have other people on on that play with you and you have to work with them to kind of, you know, get that comedy out sometimes and whatnot. But still, you, you start working on, like, the timing for the audience. Mm-hmm. And um, what was crazy, like, there were some times we, because we did, like, six, uh, it, w- it was a two-week run, three shows each week. And there were some some, some shows, like, we 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 would have to wait like for like laughter like you know to say your next line you have to, you have to like you know was a laughter break you know kind of mm-hmm. wait a second and then there were shows where you didn't like people didn't laugh at that line and so you'd wait for it and then it didn't happen and then you had to keep Damn. going or or there were or there are times where you didn't expect laughter so you yeah. and then you heard it and you had to kind of like instantly like wait for it and that kind of happens at comedy too sometimes you know mm-hmm. you think that line's gonna hit. And so you're not ready. You're not thinking about the the next the next line, yeah. and then there's like silence. You're like, okay, I'm gonna move on. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah, things like that kind of related. Um, but yeah, man, I you know this is supposed to be things we we uh, <laughs> that that uh, was it that we don't like or, or whatever. But that play, man, I I, I think the only thing I, I didn't like, I would say, you know, was really just like uh, that time commitment was rough. You know, making yeah, that for time sure. commitment. Yeah, and that's why I said comedy is just so much more flexible. It's on your own terms. Because it's just you. You, yeah. you, you. you do as much as you can or you yeah. want or, you know, that you have available. Um, have you noticed anything in your, sta- your stage presence that's changed since the play? I'm, I'm much more aware of, of the audience. Yeah. Um, you know, because that we did it at the Black Potion. I don't know if you've you've been there or not. I haven't but been there yet, man. It's it's a real it, it's it's um the stage isn't that far from like the the seats and stuff, and so you That's know good. we yeah it was more it was very interactive with the audience sometimes. Sometimes I was like not much farther than I am from you, like delivering my lines from like mm-hmm. the audience, mm-hmm. and so really getting to like see their reaction and connect and engage with them. And like I said, that that timing, waiting for that that hit or or not yeah. not waiting on it, yeah, um, was really nice. And so just really getting to really you know work on that yeah cool man uh so yeah pat out of hell the idea is to vent and uh, make fun of the things that uh, that uh, are pissing us off man i, I, I got a list but uh if I you gotta, if I you're prepared yeah man what kind of shit's pissing you off right now crocs <laughs> what i fucking hate crocs you ever gave them a and shot anyone who knows me and, and loves me knows that i fucking hate crocs you hate passion. seeing them. You hate wearing them. I hate them? seeing them. I hate pe- I hate people who wear them, uh-huh. unless you're like a nurse who's on her feet all day long or something like that. Yeah, in a respectable position, <laughs> and you and and those shoes make your feet feel better. I guess yeah. I'll give you a pass. But it's so oh, weird how man. like how popular they got because they're they're I don't get it. They're so ugly, D- disgustingly ugly. Yeah, people are like oh, but they feel. So- I don't care. 
Other you, shoes can make your feet feel good and not look that bad. You remember the first their first appearance? Their first time being like worn? Like the first time I saw them being worn? Uh, or the first time someone ever worn them? What do you mean? Yeah, the first time like somebody ever wore them. Mm. No. You remember that, no. that movie, uh, Idiocracy? Really? That, that, uh, Everybody wore Crocs. Really? Yeah. That fucking makes sense. Because they were so <laughs> ugly. They were so ugly. They were so simple. Why would everybody wear these shoes? It, and then all the idiots on that thing, they all wore Crocs. And then and then they blew. I don't know if they blew up because of that. I think I think just time wise. I think time wise they were like very new, mm -hmm. and so they just got in like they just needed something that was uniform, you know. So and people so, watched that and didn't get the joke. I guess they didn't notice it, you know. And then like everybody, everybody, thugs. I've seen thugs mm. with face tattoos in Crocs. I was like, that's not tough. <laughs> It, it's. <laughs> I almost I almost wore them because like they do look comfortable and like I appreciate you know, uh, comfortable like feet or whatever, uh, or feet wear footwear yeah. No, uh, it, like friends and family have like jokingly made joke. Oh, I'm gonna buy you something for Christmas or your birthday. Yeah. And they they they, even before Santa, people thought this was a bit for me. It's not a fucking bit. If you buy me Crocs, yeah. If you if you wear them around me, I am instantly angered and and I it's irrational. It's completely irrational, <laughs> but I I, yeah. I don't. It's God, they're so ugly. Uh, Why would you choose? I don't think I'm the most fashionable person in the world. Yeah, but I, I would, can look at those and know I wouldn't do it. Or if I did, I would just wear them like around the house. And people put like charms on them and stuff. I, that I don't get. Like people you, may, went into business selling those charms. I don't know if that's like props to them. If but they made any money, you're part stuff. of the problem. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's cool for kids. I know, like my niece and nephews, they have they have. Crocs, and uh, they don't get a to, pass. To be honest, my wife just got a pair of Crocs, but she's on her feet a lot at work. So if, if my partner <laughs> Sophia ever got a pair of Crocs, they already know it, it's over. <laughs> you ever had respect for somebody, and then they you see them wearing Crocs, and you're just like, I don't like you anymore. Yes, really, more than one occasion. Damn, I'm, I'm telling you, it's irrational that a piece of footwear would make me that angry, but it does. When did that when did that start? Like what was it? Was the it? moment I saw them. Really? Yes, they have been just I just they're ugly. They're hideous. I don't understand. Yeah. It it'd be like putting a pasta bowl on your head. Why? Why would you put a pasta strainer on your head? It's what the if, same thing as putting that on your feet. Like I don't What if they're like the most comfortable feetwear footwear ever? Doesn't matter. What if like they like solve like all your back issues? All the pains. If you put on Crocs and you walk around, you're like, damn man. There's other like solutions. Walking on clouds. <laughs> there's there's other solutions. There's no way you're gonna be turned. Nope. Wow, man, that's intense. It's never. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like if if someone may, had to try to like make a bet with me and was like, oh, if you lose, you have to wear Crocs. I wouldn't make the bet because really? I would not risk the uh, the chance of me having to wear Crocs. It's that serious. It's that's I wouldn't do it. Damn. I don't like losing in general, so I don't like gambling. Yeah. But. I don't. No, I couldn't. Wouldn't do it. That's Definitely a, wouldn't even risk it. That's insane. I mean, like to be so. Uh, it doesn't make sense. I, I'll admit it. It doesn't make sense that yeah. I'm that. That it makes me that angry. I'm is getting there, angry talking about it right now. Yeah, I know. Is there anything else that you see people like wearing that has that same effect? Not to that extent. No. Not to that extent. Huh? No, it's Crocs. I think they're ridiculous. I don't think they're like enough to make me angry. But that like, it's funny that that sets you off 
that that one thing will set you off. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious, dude. This is, I, there's, I don't think there's anything else in the world really, which, which is which is sad because I should be a lot more angry about other shit in the world, shit yeah. that matters. Yeah, but nah, man, it, Cro Crocs does it for me. It's better to be angry about stuff that doesn't matter because you could let it go or you could like just give it a break. You know, it's, it's stuff that really matters is it doesn't stop. You're just like I'm just gonna be angry about this all the time. Uh, what else besides Crocs piss you off? Traffic. Well, yeah. I but mean, I, but I mean, like, I, I get, I get road rage sometimes. You ever play this game? I like to play this game where it's like a uh, woman or old person. <laughs> yeah. And uh, if they're both, <laughs> you gonna throw Asian in there too? You're gonna you, hit all. Hey, hit hey, all hey, come on. What? <laughs> We're not gonna do sexist, ageist. You might as well be racist while you're in there. Yeah, I mean. Guys are bad drivers if they have uh, if they're a new car, or if they're on the phone. But most bad drivers are either old or female, and you get extra points if they're both. Yeah, these are thoughts and ideas of Patrick Christopher. <laughs> yeah, yeah dude. Do not condone or endorse. Well, what, no. what, what about traffic well, pisses you off? Well, like, well, is it, 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 the it, it isn't. It isn't necessarily the drivers that piss me off. It, I guess in a way it is. I hate traffic when I don't understand the reason. Like when there's constructions, I get it. I get it. You lane closure, yeah. yeah. Things are gonna, but like when I'm sitting in traffic or like, you know, like I'm uh, I'm having to like get over lanes and then go past these people because they're not driving fast enough. Mm -hmm. And I get up there and I look and there's n there's nothing. It's just people not driving fast enough. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. People not driving that 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 not even driving. I'm not talking about speeding, like not even doing the speed limit. Mm -hmm. Like that aggravates me. Like do at least the speed limit. And if you're not going to do that, stay out of the far lane, yeah. number one. Yeah. But even if you're not in the far lane, do the speed limit. Yeah. Like that, that's all. That's all. What kind of driver are you? How many accidents have you been in? Uh, that were my fault? No. How many accidents have you been in? Three. Three? Yeah. Uh, when was the last time you got a speeding ticket? Ooh, it's actually uh, like two and a half years ago. Yeah. Do you think you're a good driver? I think I'm a good driver. I'm not always a safe driver. Why? Because I don't like going slow. Like I hate, I hate going slow. Yeah. I'm Ricky Bobby on the road. Yeah. It it's you it's something I've I've something I've gotten better about. Do you text and drive? Sometimes. I'm just I'm not gonna lie to you. Who are you to judge? You are the you are Look. just as bad as these people. I, See, I could judge people because I'm a fucking great driver. I'm a slow driver. I'm a careful driver, and I I refuse to text and drive. Done it a couple times, but I refuse to do it for the most part. Are you a slow driver like you do under the speed limit? No, I I don't. I'm I'm a careful driver, but I I respect the lanes. I know you know I stay in my lane if that's what I'm doing. If I'm not like going above the speed limit by 10 15 20 then i won't be in the fast lane i'm mindful of that stuff but it's just people like that are and i uh, i haven't had an accident in fucking decades because i am very cautious about bad drivers and i'm very cautious about people that aren't paying attention but it's it's hard to to hate something that you also may create yourself. but i'm not i'm not trying to judge anybody the thing i hate it's people who don't do the speed limit. Like at the end of the day, that's what I hate. It's not that you don't have to do ten miles over speed limit. Yeah. There are times I'm doing like five or ten over, and then some asshole in a lifted truck gets behind me, 
And I'm like, dude, like, okay, I'll get over. But like, I don't get over. I don't if, get over. If I'm in the far lane and I'm not going fast enough for him, I'll get over. If I'm and, going, unless they, unless they ride my ass. If I'm going, fa- yeah, especially if they ride my ass. If they ride I'm my not ass, going anywhere. I I've I've been real petty about it. I've someone's been ridden like got behind me and rode my ass, yeah. and I dropped down to like. 20 miles, 30 miles on the speed limit yeah. and just waited. Or or well, I made, or I made sure yeah. that they couldn't like get over. Like that's I matched with the person next to me. Like, All right, what are you going to do now? <laughs> like just see okay, I'm I'm an asshole. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's shit like that that causes bad bad traffic. But <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm part of the problem. Yes, dude. Man. That's fucking hilarious. I like to uh when I catch people uh on their phone fucking honk. I fucking honk, scare the shit out of them, and then they cause an accident because you scare the shit out of them. No, they get mad. I've had people like flick me off, and I've had their passengers flick me off. Like, why are you fucking honking the horn? I was like, get off your fucking phone, you damn fucking whatever. So okay, you don't you don't think if you had to categorize bad drivers, who would be the top bad driver that causes traffic? That causes traffic. Yeah, slow drivers number one. So you're you're okay. You're very woke when it comes to this stuff. You you won't admit that maybe females are worse drivers than males. And when it comes to slow drivers, I think that it, it, I've seen a variety of people be slow drivers. But am I gonna say that women are worse drivers than men? I don't have the facts to back those up, buddy. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Of those three accidents that you've been in, have they been with men or with uh, women? A mixture. <laughs> one, the one, the one that was my fault was an old couple, and like <laughs> they were I, both driving at the I, same time. I, no, it was like I think, but it was my fault. But like I, I think I can't remember which one was driving, but like they went, the lady went away in an ambulance. I felt so bad. I don't know if she lived or not. To be honest, it was, it was, I mean, she seemed fine. Yeah. She was like talking and walking, but she went away in an ambulance because I, I don't know why. Yeah. They didn't tell me. Was she driving? I honestly don't remember. This was like. You don't remember the drivers? Other people I, in the accidents? No. I think you're afraid to admit it. I no. bet. I would put money. I would put like, if I lose, I'm going to wear Crocs for a year. <laughs> that two of those three drivers were female. One of them for sure was not. I remember vividly. It was one guy. Yeah. Um. And I don't think the. I'm. I'm pretty sure the other one was it was a guy. Yeah. I don't know. I don't believe that. I think if if it was a guy, then both those accidents were your fault. Then, or three of those accidents were your fault. I understand you're trying not to help me prove my point because I'm not, I'm it is not, a really sexist not. thing to I'm really say. Not. But at the same time, I'm it's Look, fact. I'm not saying that you're I wrong. have eyes. I'm out on the streets too. I well, see I see these people. Where where where's your uh sources for these facts? I'm I see it. I mean I don't you document it. it. So it's, I, it's I, your I own keep, lived experience. I keep track up here. Yeah. I'm not that, saying that doesn't make it a fact, buddy. I'm just letting you know. It's fact enough. <laughs> it's fact enough for me to say that stuff. And it's it's a game I play, and, and the, the points uh, is just uh, more rage. That's what you win. The grand prize is rage. Yeah, I got enough of that. <laughs> yeah, dude. Nah, man, I fucking, yeah, traffic is fucking, it could ruin my day, dude. Like, the fact that I only work from, or work, uh, go to the office one day a week, 
sometimes twice a twice a week changes my whole fucking my whole vibe i fucking hate it it's been that bad to have such a long break and then yeah. have to be in traffic did you it's the fucking worst so you did you didn't like uh during the shutdown you didn't have to drive and go anywhere nope i work, did work from home i did it was fucking amazing man yeah man. no one was on the road it, it was i didn't have road rage at all I, it was it was fine it was great i loved it yeah i wish we could do that all the time i wish people didn't have to go anywhere i wish that shutdown lasted forever because it was it was amazing yeah man I, I i liked it i mean i like i mean i like going out i like being around people i just don't like dr- having to drive to and from work yeah that's the only thing so you go like what and, two and three times a drivers. month or, huh you go to the office like two three times a month or uh two times the first week of the month and then just once uh once a week it's it's weird it doesn't make any sense i'm just like why do we have to go in if i'm doing the work from home and it 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 really gets in the way of all the other things that uh that i'm could be uh finishing or working on besides my job but it is what it is uh crocs traffic what else well, give me one more, one other thing that's not ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> that's that, that, that's going to be relatable to most people. Here's why. Here's why I like doing this this podcast because I do like, and I know, I don't think people get it. I don't think people understand it, but I do like knowing that other people get pissed off about stupid shit. I get pissed yeah. off about stupid shit all the time, and for a while, I was like, "Why am I the only one that gets so pissed off about stupid shit?" And I realized I'm not. I, we just don't talk about it enough, or I'm not aware of it enough. So I, even though I think the Crocs is ridiculous, I think tra- so far it's traffic, you valid, <laughs> very valid. Crocs to be that passionate about the Crocs, I told, I agree with re- you. It does not make it's sense. It's ridiculous. It's completely I, irrational. Like I will not defend that it's rational. It's not. I like I I do have like my Crocs would be that I don't like left-handed musicians. In my jokes, I say I just don't like left-handed people, like, full stop. But it's just, like, left-handed drummers. I can't stand left-handed drummers. But uh, last night was the first time that I got a negative response to that joke. I had two people, left-handed people, gross, uh, flick me off. Nice. Yeah, dude. Nice. Yeah. Hashtag goals. Yeah, man, it wasn't it wasn't bad. One of them, I think one of them meant it. The other one, I think they were just joking because when I got off stage, the because it was a, a, a guy and a girl. The girl that flipped me off, her husband like gave me dabs. Like, oh, that's good shit, man. I was like, oh, thanks. I thought you were gonna kick my ass because <laughs> <laughs> your woman, your woman's a freak. Uh, no, nah, I'm just kidding. Uh, my wife's left-handed. It's fine. But yeah, it's just like there's this this movie. I'm gonna share my ridiculous thing, and then I want one more thing from you. Uh, there's this movie called uh, Sound of Metal. It has uh, Ahmed, I can't think of his name, but uh, he was in, he was one half of the rap group, group uh, Sweatshop Boys. Uh, he's in Star Trek, or Star Wars, Star Wars. Uh, but in this movie, he plays a drummer. He's acting as a drummer who is, is in a touring metal band and starts losing his hearing. And... It was a great movie. It's something that I was concerned about, you know, um, you know, losing my hearing, playing music so loud and all that stuff. I was so fucking turned off, and I couldn't focus on the movie because he fucking played left-handed. If you're going to act, if you're going to learn how to act to play drums, 
At least do it right-handed. Throws me off. Anyway. But, but why? Why Why does that? Because it's backwards. He plays everything backwards. Like, okay, there's a thing. Does it sound bad? Like, does, does it, it, looks, not, it looks weird. It, so it looks weird. The sound is fine. Like, there. If I if I went like this, I could probably still tell that, oh, that's a left-handed drummer. <laughs> left-handed for sure. I think that's bullshit. Um, I bet you I could. I bet you I, I've never I've never tested it. I've never challenged it, but I could tell. They hit differently. They have a. I could tell. Uh, if they play, if okay, so you know how the drum set's set up, right? You have the snare, tom, floor tom, hi hat. Uh-huh. If they set up like that and play match match stick, not cross stick. If they play like that, I respect it. You're you're at least trying to play the correct way, but they will set it up the opposite way. Hi hat, snare, tom, floor tom, play backwards. And visually, it fucks me up. I was like, "What am I looking at? Am I like, is this mirrors? What what the fuck's going on? Don't like it." So, so here's the thing with the Crocs. I have I've met people who agree with me that they're ugly. Like you agree that that they're ugly. Yeah. I, I haven't really met anyone who, who who agrees with me on the level that I I view it as. Yeah. Like I get irrational. Does, like does I do. it uh, give you like ooey feel, ooey vibes? Like ugh. ugh. I, I've 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 seen people and been like, oh, they're kind of cute. And then I look down at their feet, and I'm like, nope, not anymore. Wow. Nothing. Like, it immediately turned off. Game two. But, but here's the thing about that is, so, like, I, I've i met people who agree with me. I've never met anyone who agrees with me on the level that I agree with. But with your, your left-handed drumming thing, yeah. is that, like, a, the, a, is that a, like a common, like, feeling in the music community? Like, drummer, drummer I don't community? Know. I don't you, know. You never... I don't, I don't know. I mean, I and like left-handed guitar players, like like Jimi Hendrix, uh, uh, John Frusciante, left-handed drummers. I was in a band with a left-handed drummer. I allowed him in my band, so it's not that it's not, it's completely not all left-handed people. And the the point of the joke is like, it's to make fun of how people are so it's stupid to hate somebody that's out of somebody's control. Yeah, that's the point of the joke. Yeah. They don't get that. That that's what I'm saying <laughs> because just, I'm saying like they just hear the hate. I was, yeah, I was like, be who you are, 100, percent unless you're left handed, left handed. Uh, because yeah, even though it makes me feel weird, even though I don't like seeing it, do whatever you want, do whatever you need to do. Have you ever heard a joke and like felt it like personally? No, I don't think so. Never, not even before you were a comic or anything. I don't think so. No? No, you? One time. Which one? And and I don't even know why I reacted that way. I don't even know why I w- it, it afterwards I was like that was fucking stupid. Why did I why did that hit me like that for a second? Uh I don't want to say who it was, but they they made oh, a, a local person? Yeah. They, oh, okay. They okay, made a yeah. they made a joke about uh about being diabetic. Mm-hmm. Like about about diabetes. That was me. No, no, no. No, <laughs> they they weren't diabetic. They made a joke about diabetes. And for some reason, I was just like, it bothered me for like half a second. I was like, mm. and I was like, wait, why? It's a fucking joke. Like, why? Like, but like for a minute, like, I, don't, I got real sensitive about it. Like, but immediately I was like, that's fucking dumb. Don't. That's the only time it's ever happened to me. No, I don't think so. I There's been people, <laughs> uh, there's been people that, that repeat memes on stage. Hmm. As if it's one of their own jokes. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like... 
We're supposed to be fucking getting you in trouble. And now you're just putting it on me. I can't help it. But okay. So, you, okay. So you're on Facebook. Do you have, like, is it a personal page or is it a comedian page? It's a personal page. Okay. Yeah. So when people start uh, comedy pages, I don't have one separate. I don't understand the different, like, the, the reason behind it. I mean, I, one is, like, professional, one's personal. I just, it doesn't matter to me. But when people have, like, a comedy page, I am a comedian. This is my profession. Uh, and then they post other people's memes without giving them credit. It's not like they shared somebody else's mm-hmm. page meme. Yeah. They p- copied it and they zoomed in to take out any of the like watermarks or any of the names of who created yeah. it. They'll post it on their page and get like 20 fucking laughs. 20 fucking reactions. Yeah. How the fuck can you like? I know, I know, and uh, it was you, you, someone who's like, <laughs> who's claiming to be oh, no, an no. original artist, to claim to be a like. I know that there's regular people that share memes all the time, and they, I've had my meme shared, and they didn't give me credit, and they, but they put it, it was like a, a wrestling meme, and then mm-hmm. they put it on the wrestling joke page, fucking blew up, but my name was not on there. Mm-hmm. I got so fucking pissed off because like. It it should have been my yeah, response. It yeah. should have been like I should have got that credit for that, or, or yeah. at least whatever. But when I see people like post and like civilians are not civilians, but people that don't do open mics or don't do comedy, don't have a comedy page, it happens all the time. It, it is what it is. That's like street rules, you know. People still memes all the time. But when a comedian or somebody who claims to be a comedian does that, like, I'm has just their like, own page for it. What the fuck are you doing? He's, I don't understand when people do, don't put original content on their own comedy page, and they just they'll just take whatever. And those people also have, don't have a problem with saying meme jokes on stage. What else pisses you off? <laughs> We're not done with that. Uh, it, to me, they're not real comedians because, like, you, you wouldn't see like fucking I don't know. Uh, Dave Chappelle have his own page and post someone else's memes on there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you wouldn't see an actual comedian do that. Like that that they wouldn't. No. Like and those people that you're talking about, like I have a feeling that <laughs> I fucking I, sorry, now now we're getting me in trouble. I hate it when I see someone who who and I've only been to scene a couple months, right? Yeah. But I I've seen people join the scene like after me and then like a month in they got like their own fucking comedy page. Or like they got their like they're selling like merch. Like I guess like do, merch is do, different. If you if you if you, like business but like is business a, a give month, money. A, a month you've you I, I don't I allow it. I allow it. I, I mean I understand why you would judge like on that. Just, I understand why you would judge on that. But also at the same time, I mean like I coming from like Is anyone buying that merch? <laughs> well that's a whole other thing. But but coming from like like from the band uh, perspective, yeah. you know, like I would enjoy bands. We would print shirts before even playing a show. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I get it. I, it's the same thing as, as yeah, because we we're like, well, we gotta set. We have to, like we're gonna fucking blow people's minds. They, of course, they're gonna want to buy our t-shirts. Uh, did you sell shirts? Uh, yeah. Before you did a show. Yeah, like you sold them like well, not you, not before, after, the, but we sold them at the show. At the show, afterwards, people bought the shirts. Yeah, well, that's cool. Not all of them. 
I didn't we sell probably, all of them. I, <laughs> we probably sold a, a shirt. I, 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 I like right now. If I had merch, I didn't. I wouldn't think anybody would buy it. Like but, I wouldn't. But the plan is, you're gonna have merch. You're gonna have something to present, and maybe if they pay, if people dig you so much. But you're also not gonna sell out the first show. You're gonna carry this the whole time that you're fucking doing it. Well, the way I look at it is like the comedy page or the merch. Like, I feel like and. Again, I'm I'm who the fuck am I? But like the way I, like, I think about it, like I feel like you're not put. It, it doesn't seem like you're putting time and effort into your actual craft, but you you're putting time on a fucking page, and and merch and like, it, but your jokes are shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Again, I'm I'm not selling at arenas. I I I have a lot of growth to do as a comedian. I think I've done a lot of growth in the past couple months since I first started, for sure. Yeah, but because that's because that's what I've focused on, like, and and that's what I am focused on. Like, I'm not fucking focused on my fucking comedian page. Like, yeah, I I don't know. Like, I just if, okay if if you're like if you're fucking killing it and you're selling merch and you got your own page and you've been doing this for a couple months awesome yeah. like props to you like mm -hmm. yeah you're getting booked you're doing great that's cool and there have i've seen some people do that but most of the time it's not the case and yeah. so I, I guess that fucking bothers me i don't know uh, that, that that wasn't I, a thing but you know it. no that that is a thing that's something that you don't like yeah you don't like certain people in the, in the local comedy scene. I, <laughs> I respect it believe me no i respect it i don't think there's anyone that i don't look well, that's a lie are, See, now you're just trying to get booked. Now no. you're just trying to get booked. The people that I don't like it, don't dude. book anything. <laughs> <laughs> but there are definitely See, people. See, that's even worse. You're going after people that have no power. I've I've gone after people that uh, could book me for some shows, and I was just like, you know, you know what? Fuck I, it. <laughs> I'll tell you, there there are three people who book shows that I'm like, I don't think you're funny. I, I've 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 heard your shit. I don't laugh. Like I don't understand. Uh, I feel like it, we're good at business. Yeah. They're good at business. That's that's what I've figured out is they've been around long enough. They know the ins and outs. Yeah. They don't have to write any new jokes. Mm. They can tell the same jokes they were telling five years ago. So the audience doesn't care. Yeah, exactly. They don't care if uh, you're telling somebody else's joke. Yep. They don't care if they like the familiarity of it. Like, oh, I've seen that meme before. I know where that's from. And they're completely fine with that. Yeah. Uh, is that fair? No, but you want them to have a good time regardless. But is I for me the way I look at it, like I'm, I'm not. I don't want to make any enemies. I'm not trying to. Yeah. Like I, I want it. <laughs> <laughs> I like I. I, I want. I'm cool. Like it, now it, you got that padded hell stank on you. They're gonna be like, man, fuck that, this that's guy. fine. Some people already like that with me. I feel like <laughs> no. There are people that like I made friends with in the beginning who like don't fuck with me at all right now. Yeah. And and I, for shit that I had no fuck, I had nothing to do with me. Like I did. They just you know. Yeah. Other shit, but like I, I that's cool. Like I, I you don't fuck with me. You don't fuck with me. Like it's not that that doesn't hurt my feelings. Like I just. Yeah, I, I try to be cool with everybody, and uh, but yeah, if I don't think you're funny, I it. <laughs> I go back again. I go back and forth. I started off the the podcast saying that like I do want everybody to kind of. I want to be friends with everybody. I don't want to have any enemies, but at the same time, I'm not gonna like. I'm not gonna be two faced about it. I'm not gonna say one yeah. thing to one person and then be fake to their face and all that stuff. I think. I mean, 
I, I don't have a lot of friends in the scene, which is fine. I didn't come into this to make friends. I came into this to to be on stage and get good at that. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it would be nice if I had like more counter friends and more opportunities. But if I don't, I thought you had friends. I didn't know you'd have any friends. No, not that I don't have friends, but I just I know that I've made enemies. Oh yeah, for sure you made enemies. I I <laughs> I'm well aware of that. <laughs> You're, Thanks you're, for watching. <laughs> you're on wanted posters everywhere. <laughs> that wasn't the plan. That, that wasn't the plan. But that's um, uh, also it's it's fun. It is fun. Uh, man, thanks for doing the podcast, dude. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having you have me. Fun? Man. How you feel? Yeah, I'm I'm feeling a little amped right now. Talking yeah. about shit that pisses me off. I'm I, still, feel, I feel a whole lot that, better. That, that croc anger is still <laughs> raging inside of yeah, me dude, right now. It made me laugh, so I appreciate that. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've thought about turning that into a bit, but I just can't find a way to do it and not be fucking angry and not just on stage go off about on the it. Anger yeah, shit. which is going to turn the audience off immediately. Yeah, you gotta you gotta understand it before you could like make yeah. something out of it. Yeah, it comes um, from something. It stems yeah. from something. I'm, I'm I'm working on it. Uh, but yeah, uh, Twitter, Instagram. How can people find you again? And uh, yeah, do that all again. Uh, at Jake has jokes on Instagram. Uh, at Jake has jokes on TikTok. Uh, which. Uh, I need to put some TikTok videos out. I should work on that. Uh, you can catch me at uh, Rebecca Creek on November 19th and at the Blind Tiger for, well, most Friday nights at the Midnight <laughs> Show uh, and uh, for the Storytelling Show on November 25th. Fantastic <laughs> Damage. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, at your homie Pat, babacolacore.com. Uh, hopefully, if all goes well, this will go out tomorrow. So I have Fantastic Damage tomorrow, October 29th, 8th, 10 p.m., balcoalcore.com, and uh, yeah, latest.